If you're a podcast enthusiast like I am, you probably thought about making a podcast on your own. Creating a podcast is one of the best decisions I've made personally, but it definitely can feel overwhelming when trying to start one on your own. That's where Buzzsprout comes in. Their platform is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch, promote, and track a professional podcast. It's in fact so good that they have helped over 100,000 people launch their own podcast. Buzzsprite will get your show on every major podcast directory, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of your recording. You also get a great looking podcast website, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes as well. Plus, Buzzsprout publishes new blog posts, podcast episodes, and YouTube videos every week. So you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from people that live it every day. To start your own podcast and to get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes that lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout. The easiest way to start a podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Insightful Principles. Uh, in today's content, I want to continue the theme of talking about some more sectors that I think have the potential to grow not only this year, but also this going to evolve and improve over time. And I've talked in the previous episode about how this type of market is more about uh, how much you're keeping your in your portfolio and not necessarily how much you're making and how the preservation of capital is vitally important, especially when you're dealing with choppy markets, when you're dealing with markets that have been on a downward trend. And I also think that this is a market that's going to be a lot about patience. And oftentimes when it comes to uh, looking at opportunities and uh, being able to take advantage of opportunities, you have to be patient and know when to get into a particular sector or looking at an industry, but also being able to invest in big trends early and being patient to actually see those trends develop over time. So in today's episode, I'm really going to touch on a few elements uh, and sectors that I think could be impactful throughout the year. And I want to really touch on how I think healthcare, infrastructure, and clean energy uh, are really only not uh, do well throughout 2023, but also the potential growth with kind of looking over uh, this uh, next decade or so. Um, but if you all could please rate, leave a review um, and share this podcast with your family and friends, it's greatly appreciated. And don't forget to uh, be able to just kind of notify yourself on the platforms and, and actually uh, subscribe to the podcast outlet. So that way, every week when I am dropping these podcast episodes, you can be notified on your phone. Now, over $1.5 trillion of U.S. government spending is going to be directed towards infrastructure, clean energy, and electric vehicles in 2023 and beyond. And the fiscal spending going towards the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act will benefit the infrastructure sector over time. And clean energy and electric vehicles, uh, they did have a tough year uh, in 2022. However, I think that the amount of money that's going into this industry from the U.S. government will only help grow the sector over time. And the Inflation Reduction Act will be directing $370 billion 
to clean energy and EVs that will flow over a decade. And within the Reduction Act, there's going to be a tax credit of $7,500 that will go to those that purchase a new electric in the fuel cell vehicle. And with the tax credits and the push for more clean energy throughout the economy, I think that this could lead to more consumer demand uh, for EVs. And it also could drive more use of government incentives for suppliers that lower EV costs. Now, I have a chart that I did want to go through here with you all, which kind of really breaks down the electric vehicle demand and supply drivers. And with the demand drivers, I talked about those tax credits, the $7,500 that are going to go for those for new EVs. They actually, the government is going to be providing a tax credit for $4,000 for those that purchase used EVs. And then there also is going to be $75,000 uh, 75, miles of new EV charging infrastructure. And then also another demand driver is going to be the rising fuel prices for the combustion engines, which you think about with a lot of uh, cars that have oil and gas. Uh, these things have combustion engines inside of it. So those rising fuel prices is what's going to create more demand for electric vehicles. Now, some of the supply drivers are going to be the tax credits for battery and materials processing. Uh, you also have tax credits of about uh, just $22 billion are going to be going towards grants and loans for EV uh, manufacturing facilities. And then also there's about $6 billion that's going to be going towards battery technology for research and development. So I with the current market conditions and what we have seen throughout the crypto industry, it highlights the importance of self-custody and holding your private keys with Bitcoin. Ledger, they're the largest crypto hardware wallet in the world. They're trusted by over 4 million customers. Their Ledger Live app makes it easy to securely manage, buy, and trade your crypto. If you do not control your own private keys, you simply do not own your Bitcoin. Exchanges have had an exhaustive history of being hacked. Not all, but some. Our wallets protect against you losing your funds. To get started today, go into the link in my show notes and start securing your Bitcoin assets with Ledger. I think that, you know, clean energy, looking at those electric vehicles, uh, certainly I know 2022 had a rough year, but I think in 2023, we should see some improvements with a lot of the in, uh, Inflation Reduction Act and also what's happening with the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. Seeing a lot of these things be uh, developed and the money being circulated in the economy could create this demand for this particular sector. Now, healthcare is also uh, another sector that I really like when in, within a market, whether we're dealing with a recession or just a great way to be able to diversify your portfolio because healthcare is known as a defensive sector because you know people still need to go to the doctor they still have to get their prescriptions regardless of what is going on with the economy and it's an offensive sector because of the technology advancements when we think about biotechnology and we look at the developments of pharmaceuticals all of these things play a role of it having an offensive and a defensive approach. And we also have an aging population with baby boomers. And by 2030, 
Uh, the aging baby boomer generation of those 65 and older will require nursing home care of about $2.3 million. And with the aging population, I think that this will create the demand for nursing care, which presents an opportunity with exposure throughout the healthcare sector. Now, another thing to also kind of keep in mind of why the health sector has the potential to not only do well this year, but kind of moving forward throughout this decade is the many late stage trials across genomics, immunology, and neuroscience. U.S. healthcare spending has also had an increase in all but one of the last 50 years, and this demonstrates some of its resilience across the economic cycle. And also with gene therapies, uh, which replaced disease-related genes, they saw a double in approvals throughout 2022, and adoptive cell therapies are also helping to fight cancer. And in 2022, there were more approvals for the adoptive cell therapy and approved CAR T cell therapies could generate $2.3 billion in sales by 2023. Now, there is another chart that I did want to go through you all, with you all, which kind of talks about the increasingly mature gene therapy upcoming approvals. And it kind of shows that in 2017, where we were at somewhere around, I, I want to say that this was about maybe uh, 20 million uh, approvals, but it's actually showing now that we're increasingly starting to go much higher. And actually in 2022, um, it's somewhere around 60 million. So um, it's really showing just the growth of that. And, you know, also another thing is uh, neurology. You know, I think neurology, when it comes to the mind, uh, is going to be a very important uh, sector, you know, or industry within the healthcare sector uh, that's going to receive a lot of spending. And it's actually expected to see the fourth most drug spending across therapeutics, potentially reaching $151 billion by 2026. Did you know that you can invest into Bitcoin through a tax shelter account known as an IRA? iTrust Capital allows their clients to invest in crypto through an individual retirement account or an IRA. IRAs are tax sheltered accounts, which means all your crypto trading is tax free and can even grow tax free over time. Clients have access to 24 seven investing anytime, any place. The best part is that it's totally free to open an account and there's no hidden fees. You don't need to pay any monthly subscription or membership fees either. With a new mobile app that allows clients to trade whenever they want, iTrust Capital has really earned its place in the market, being voted best crypto investment platform in the US. As a special tip for my viewers and listeners, if you open and fund an account, you will get a $100 funding bonus added to your account. To learn more, click the link in the show notes and open a free account and get started contributing to your Bitcoin IRA today. Now, phase three clinical trial results uh, were recently announced for uh, Alzheimer's uh, fighting a monoclonal antibody that could receive an FDA approval for this year in 2023. Now, there has not been a successful new treatment for Alzheimer's disease released in two decades. So this is a great recent development. And Alzheimer's disease is the seventh leading cause of people passing away for all adults. 
So the improvements with these clinical trials offer evidence of treating neurological conditions with people fighting this disease. So I think that those are also going to be some continued themes kind of following up with my last episode that I did when I talked about commodities, I talked about energy, real assets, hard assets, and also what we're seeing with healthcare, clean energy, also looking at infrastructure. I think that these are all going to be some great themes throughout this year and some ways that you can kind of help balance some of the volatility in your portfolio and also get some exposure in some growing sectors throughout throughout time. But I think as always, you always have to make sure that you're being patient and, and realize that sometimes these things can also take a little bit longer to unfold. Um, but that wraps it up for this episode. But I thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you could please continue to rate, leave a review, um, it certainly helps and allows me to see, you know, you know, if my channel, just the impact that it's having on you all as listeners. And if you can continue to keep sharing this with your family and friends, it's always greatly appreciated. And, and also continue to keep subscribing um, on the YouTube channel as well. Uh, but I thank you all so much for listening and have a blessed day.